There has been something bubbling under over the past few months on the internet, specifically with creators and cancel culture, and it has come to a boiling point, a boiling over point with Colleen Bollinger's infamous b- fucking banjo, no, not banjo, I actually don't know what it was, uh, ukulele apology video. We are in a moment in history where apology videos, an, an, an essential part of the internet, a historic, iconic point in many YouTubers' careers are becoming dust. They're getting Thanos snapped out of existence in some shapes and in some forms. There's three instances of this happening over the past few months that have really like caught my eye and putting them together I'm starting to realize there's this new kind of reaction to the expectation when um, an influencer a youtuber a content creator a streamer slips up does something bad um, and these three examples that I'm going to talk about today are all very different slip-ups um, on the furthest scale, literal alleged grooming, and on the lowest scale, like a, 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 a makeup drama situation. But regardless, they all resulted in the need for, or the demand for an apology video, which was not really delivered. And we'll get into that right after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, we've all seen it. We all heard the um the the drama about Colleen Bollinger, the really just weird shit across the board stuff that she's been doing. It's not really like you can't really narrow it down, which is uh kind of hard to like wrap your head around and palette in your mind like cuz it's on one hand just to sum it up like literally sent Trisha Paytas's OnlyFans content to minors, which is bonkers, but also had like viewing parties, making fun of her body. And then you have her in group chats with like extreme minors being so weird. And then you have her at live shows um, saying that like, like minors and like little kids are dressed like quote unquote porn, whatever the fuck that means. It's this like whole cacophony of just bizarre, bizarre and borderline, probably beyond borderline illegal things that we were, like, aware of. And 
I think everyone was very curious as to what the response was going to be. And that's what I want to talk about today is I want to pick apart how an apology video comes to be in a YouTuber or a creator's mind. But back to Colleen, we were all waiting around. Um, and especially we were also waiting around to see if like Trisha Paytas would say anything because they had just started a podcast together and I was listening to it. Okay. I, I, I used to be a big Trisha Paytas stan when Trisha Paytas did like the frenemies podcast. I thought it was so fun. It was such a fun dynamic. And I just think Trisha Paytas is one of the like genuinely iconic figures of the 2010s 2020s that we will have on youtube and the internet in general i think she's like we're like she will be in internet history books if we ever fucking write those but there was a lot of like people wanted answers they were like holy shit like this woman that like a lot of us grew up watching like i for one loved watching freaking haters back off when it came out i thought it was the funniest thing ever even though like looking back now i'm like this shit was the script. They AI generated the script. Like somehow Miranda Sings got like early access to chat GBT and just said, write a shitty Netflix series that's eight episodes long for me, please. And, like, I swear to God, that's how it came to be. But <laughs> it was it was a shock. It was like so crazy to hear because, it, you know, when we think of groomers, typically we don't think of women and we don't think of women with kids like full-on moms being so weird and so gross to kids when they literally have kids themselves it almost like breaks your brain a little bit and feels like it shouldn't be possible i feel like when you have kids like you want to protect your children which also means you want to protect other children you would think there would be some sensibilities there but i guess that was lost on her somehow i don't know but I was, like many other people, waiting for a response. And then to see, I'll, I'll just, like, share my visceral reaction, okay? I I saw, like, on YouTube, like, recommended, I just saw a video of her sitting in front of a camera. The title says, hi, H-I, all lowercase, period. Which is a very, just, uh, like, off the bat, like, very typical kind of youtube apology format okay like you're sitting in a room maybe on your like your living room couch blank wall simple title we've seen it done before like david dobrik it was like the date or something and you know i feel like youtubers have to be very careful when they have to make an apology video because it's so easy for it to become memeable and especially when you're trying to do something that is supposed to be very sincere um and hopefully, like, show that you're growing or, like, taking accountability for your actions. Like, you, th there's no room for silly antics. So the shock and fucking awe that was felt across the world when she pulled out a ukulele and made a 10-minute song singing the toxic gossip track. <laughs> and then I pieced it together. I realized... That we're in the midst of a very kind of drastic change that I never thought I'd really see on social media of influencers, creators, streamers that get in trouble, that slip up, do something bad, um, don't apologize. They either make like a joke out of it, make like a meme out of it, um, fully ignore it, and 
it's a really interesting change because if I, I think like if you would look back even two years ago, if like a YouTuber or someone like messed up and they knew they needed to apologize in some shape or form, there's no way they'd be taking any chances and like doing something like silly or goofy, like pulling out a fucking ukulele. That's not something you would see. And I think a lot of that is like linked to obviously like creators, um, their livelihoods are very much attached to their public presence. Um, and it's not always the case that when you're like quote unquote canceled, that your career is over. Um, although a lot of the time it does like hit your career a lot. Like you look at James Charles and Shane Dawson, they're not pulling like the views that they used to or anything, but people wouldn't take risks like the three examples that I've seen. So example one is Colleen Bollinger ukulele incident. Um, the second one is one that we've actually talked about before. It's the Michaela Noguera, I think is how you pronounce her name. She's the makeup influencer uh, who had the whole scandal about her eyelashes, about um, faking, like, adding mascara. It's, like, so it's so stupid that I, like, genuinely can't even remember, like, the specifics of it. But basically, like, faked uh, using, like, a product in a brand deal for a product. And her response was literally just glossing over like the next video she made back like a week later she just like stared into the camera she was like and then just was like back to business or no she said let's talk about the elephant in the room and then just like didn't talk about it so she and obviously i want to be like very fucking clear these are very different things to be like canceled over there is no realm of existence where what she did is the same as what colleen bollinger did the only similarity is that they both had the, the, their audiences were both demanding an apology. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Um, the third example, also a very different situation that's coming to mind, is uh, the streamer Nick Merckx. I'm not too familiar with this dude at all, but I did hear about the drama that he was in. Basically, he made like a really like offhand, offensive uh, comment about the LGBTQ community, saying like "stay away from the children" along those lines, um, and it resulted in uh, he had like a skin in Call of Duty, um, and they removed it. Call of Duty like removed his skin from the game, and the result was he didn't apologize for that and what you would think is like you know backlash career over he gained tons tons of followers and subscribers on twitch um had like a, a like a legitimate genuine career boost from it um which is crazy <laughs> so these three kind of events uh, almost are like ringing bells in my head. Like, it really feels like we're maybe at the end of the era of apology videos. And 
you know, showing public public remorse and like regret for bad things that you might do as a creator online. And I think like with the last example I just made, like the Nick Merck situation, it might even incentivize like if this ever happens again, um, to not apologize because, you know, people might see like, oh, well, this dude just like went along with it and freaking gained a bunch of followers and subscribers and money from the subscribers. Like, obviously, that's very different than the Miranda situation because I think everyone across the board universally is like clowning her for how she handled it. But it does show that it, it feels like there's this... um this feeling of, you know, if you get canceled, don't take it seriously. That's kind of like the vibe that I'm getting from these situations. I think in the Michaela situation, that was like, um, it, it was such a like a stupid little petty thing that people were blowing so far out of proportion. Like people were like trying to dox her and be like, I will kill you because she like faked like a mascara length and i think that like very much warrants that very much warrants the response she had and i think that's like a kind of good moment where you know cancel culture is being taken too far and you can have a little fun with it you can like say let's address the elephant in the room and then like not address it because it's stupid the other two cases very much very different um I think, like, there needs to be accountability taken, and there wasn't. So, it's it's interesting to me, because, like, I, I always try and wonder, like, what, uh, what can be accomplished with an apology video? Because there's really no, there's almost no option, I feel, sometimes. You make an apology video, and... That was not a fart. That was my chair squeaking because I'm nervously rocking back and forth because my brain is working on all cylinders. You make an apology video for something you did wrong, and there's always going to be a portion of the people that will not accept it um, and might even, like, take it further and, like, make a meme out of it or something. Um, there's also, like, the portion of people that are genuinely possibly hurt by whatever was done that might actually want... Like, like maybe they were like very much invested in that person. They were like a big fan, um, maybe had like a parasocial relationship and it actually feels like they were betrayed and they want to like hear that that person is doing something to like make it right and like mend the situation, I guess. And then there's like, I think the biggest chunk of people, which is just like along for the ride, like don't really care that much um, just kind of seeing like how it goes, maybe getting some entertainment from the apology video. And, you know, it, it, I'd be lying if I sat here and said there isn't entertainment value in apology videos. It was fucking bonkers when there was a whole gummy bear, like James Charles Tati drama, which like, that was more so like drama. I, you know, there was like a little bit cancel culture vibes in there, but like, there is entertainment value that is like naturally inherent and present in these situations because sometimes the situations are just so bonkers. Like for example, the Michaela um, eyelash incident, like it was just silly and you want to know what's going to happen next. It's, it gets a little weird when like, you know, there's situations where there's actual like 
victims and it's almost like being made into like a meme like the way Colleen didn't take it seriously at all pulled out a ukulele and I think like I think it's okay to like laugh and like make jokes about that like pull out like make a ukulele joke and be like like just making like bits about like Colleen Bollinger and her ukulele because you're laughing at how insincere and how ridiculous she is it's not like you are trying to make a joke out of the actual situation of her being like despicable like actual fucking despicable me villain but back to like so say like say i want you to like put yourself wait we'll do a little exercise right right after this quick break okay so put yourself in the shoes of like a like make up a little influencer in your head or like better yet pretend that you yourself are influencer x with 10 million followers and you just did something bad let's say you slipped out a little slur okay immediately i'm sweating so much it's not because i'm like (laughs) this is such a dramatic topic it's because it's so hot in my garage and it's fourth of july and it is literally 32 degrees so let's say that you said a slur and all of your fans are now uh demanding that they're like reposting it uh, it's getting everywhere. It's trending on Twitter. There's a lot of people demanding an apology. I think the immediate like response that a lot of these people have is like probably panic first. Like I feel like they go through like all the stages of grief, like denial, um, which I feel like a lot of them stick with. Like, you know, sometimes like you'll see influencers get caught like red handed and just like straight up deny it, even though it's like so fucking obvious and there's, like, actual proof of, like, whatever they did. Um, what's, like, the different stages of grief? It's, like, denial, acceptance. Maybe that's the last one. But eventually they get to a point where, like, you have to say something. Because obviously you can't carry on with, like, your regular content for the most part. Um, and if you – you see that sometimes. Like, for example, the Michaela situation – uh even even though she like did it really well where people were like you know what this was all stupid let's just move on but like if you were to just like keep on posting the same content that would always loom over and um you know the the chunk of people that like are demand have like demand for an apology and some accountability to be taken won't go away okay they have to be like addressed so that option's kind of off the table. So you pretty much have to you have to say something. There's the classic route that a lot of them go, which is a notes app apology. <laughs> which is probably one of the worst ones. I don't know. I'm really torn on the classic notes app apology because on one hand, it is so like insincere the way it's like really a screenshot of the notes app. And it also kind of feels like you're, like, cowering behind, like, like away from the camera. But maybe, like, the one benefit to that is, like, you can have, like, coherent thoughts. Um, because in a video version of a apology, everything is being analyzed, okay? Like, how much they're crying, how much they're blinking, how much they're shaking. And I think that's probably, like, very scary for a lot of content creators that are in these situations. Because... Um, you know, they, they might like get 
accused of lying based on like how they are or like if they're like reading something. I know that's like one point that a lot of people don't like, which I don't know. I feel like if you can write something and then read it, I don't think that's terrible. Obviously, like people might want you to be like speaking from the heart. Uh, but just to sidebar real quick, like what always kind of perplexes me is like, I, I don't think there's one singular thing that people want from influencers when they mess up because I think there is a big chunk of people that just love like to see a downfall. Um, especially if it's like someone that's like very much hated, uh, online, I think, there's people that won't stop. Like, you can make the best apology ever. You could have it literally, like, co-written with freaking Gandhi or something, and it wouldn't be accepted. So there's always going to be a portion of people that will never accept it um, or will just, like, try their hardest to, like, actually, like, see your downfall. Um, then there's a portion of people which um, I think is the more sensible <laughs> portion of people who you know, might be on the, on the spectrum of like offended to like, aren't personally offended, but still want to see like that you're not a terrible person and can like own up to your actions. Um, those people, I think just want what will be like satisfied with like the, the bare bones of it, like saying, this is what I did. I'm acknowledging it. I'm sorry. This is what I'm going to do to be better. Um, and then there's, like, the people that just don't care at all. So it's almost impossible to, like, make something that caters to all of them, especially, like, the first group of people that I mentioned because they don't care about, like, the apology or anything. They literally are just there for, the, like, the person's downfall. So if you make it... <sighs> If you make it for, like, that second group of people, you know, the ones that, like, know you made a mistake and just want to see you own up to it, like, that might be a good group of people to be like, hey, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said X slur. Um, I educated myself and I'll grow from it. I don't know. To backtrack, to backtrack, or to, like, take another sidebar, another train, I, I really do feel like we are getting to a point where, like, it's like apology fatigue. Like, <sighs> we're starting to see through a lot of these apology videos. Um, if if you if you're just starting to see through them now, or you have for a while, it's like a lot of them are really like very ingenuine or like forced. Like people only make apology videos because they got caught, and for the most part, they're probably sorry because they got caught. And it's not like people. Like, I'm sure everyone has skeletons in their closet, but it's not like they're just going to, like, make a video one day um, and, like, expose themselves being like, I said this in the past. Uh, like, <laughs> what comes to mind for me is, <laughs> let me expose myself real quick. When I was in high school, I um, I was, like, doing, like, I think it was for, like, a Halloween costume or just for, like, a bit for, like, a video. But I ordered, like, a Trump hat, like, a Make America Great Again hat. And I had, like, a friend, like, I, I never even, like, ended up making a video with it because I just, like, thought it was, like, stupid. But, like, I had an idea. I think I was, like, 17 or something to, like, make a video. And it was going to be, like, making fun of Trump. But my friend took a picture of me in the Make America Great Again hat. And 
ever since I started social media, I had it like looming over me and I was so scared that um, like that picture would come out that and like people would think that I'm like a Trump stan or something. And it, it, it genuinely terrified me for a long time because I was like, oh my God, like that, like what if the friend that took that picture, like one day just like decides to hate me and like post it or something like it'd be so hard to explain. So I'm explaining it here just in case that picture ever gets out. But also, um, I like made another video with a Trump hat in a different joke. So like it's, it wouldn't even matter at this point, but, um, I did, I like had that looming over me for a very long time and I was like, poop like what if that <laughs> what if i have to make a little video about that and these are like things that i always thought about like god like imagine i have to sit down and be like i'm sorry i wore a trump hat you guys even though like i know like deep down like like ew <laughs> and also i'm not american like i don't even have a dog in that fight um but I think, like, a lot of creators just probably – and this isn't, like, trying to play, like, devil's advocate. I'm not advocating for the horrible actions that some creators might take. I'm just saying in the general experience of being in a situation where you need to apologize for something, I think there's this kind of feeling of, like, futileness. If that's a word, futileness, that there is nothing you can do that will fix things. Um, obviously there's the best thing you can do, which is just like own up to it, apologize, but there's never going to be a thing that solves everything. Um, like a thing you can say, a thing you can do that solves everything. And a lot of the time people just make it worse for themselves, AKA Colleen Bollinger. And, you know, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not completely familiar with her past um i don't know if she's made like apology videos before and stuff but it's just i don't know i i I truly do think that we're gonna start seeing this happen more often where like when an influencer gets caught doing something they just don't apologize or even worse like make a joke about it um and i think in some situations uh cancel culture is very much blown out of proportion and people just get into like the toxic gossip train <laughs> sorry get into like a like a bandwagon of just like trying to see someone's downfall um even when it's like not even that like warranted like it's like such a simple mistake um and it's hard to like really talk about cancel culture because it can happen for so many different reasons like literal like murder like <laughs> like YNW Melly very much someone that needs to be canceled all the way down to like an eyelash. Like it, it's insane. The spectrum of, but, but they all result in people wanting a, an apology and wanting the person to own up for it. So I think, I truly do think like the days of apology videos will be done soon. Um, and maybe that's for the best because apology videos are just like not the best medium to address things. I think, I think ideally if like I was the president of the fucking world and just for some reason made laws on how like influencers apologize, I think like say you do something like that, the best way to fix things is to like to show that you've grown and maybe like not responding immediately because obviously like when someone's getting canceled or when someone's facing a lot of backlash, um, there's so much emotion and like just frenzy 
in it. What the fuck just exploded outside? So I think like taking some time away from it is good. And I know people are always like, you're sad. Like one like comment I'll always see when like someone's getting canceled is like, your silence is deafening. Like, shut up. Like, <laughs> it's not, you're not, it's not deafening to you. Like, you're fine. You're fine at home typing that comment on your iPhone. Like, you're totally fine. Um, unless they, they literally have your like, <laughs> Like your like mom held captive or something, then like maybe you can come in. Like your silence is deafening. Like where is she? <laughs> but like, we're I don't know. I see. I think we're in an age where it's going to be a thing of the past, and I don't know what shape or form apologies will take. But I think, I think they're done. With that all being said, let's get into your guys's drama of the week. If you want me to read your drama. In a future episode, just leave a comment down below on the YouTube video version of this podcast. Just one sentence, please. Keep it nice and short, and I'll give my two cents and my advice and be your therapist for free. Today's drama comes from Tea Party. They said, ever since me and my ex got back into contact, I started liking him again. I still do, just not as much anymore. And when he found out, he would call me and snap me, and he would tell me things like, I love you and you're mine. But then... He would turn around and say that he likes my friends, blames me for stuff, calls me names. He blamed me for not wanting to go to his own cousin's party. Also, he told me that he can't date me because his female friends, female friends told him not to. Should I forget about him or what? I'm going to be so blunt. Forget about him. It sounds like he's keeping you as just like an option, um, as like a toy to just have in case he can't like find someone else, which is not fair to you. Um, and I think... He's got to hit the fucking road. I wish I had more to say on that, but he, it sounds like he sucks. I'm sorry. Um, but I hope it works out. And with that all being said, thank you for watching this episode. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube video version of this podcast and leave five stars on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen. I love you very much. I'll see you next Wednesday. Take care. Bye. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.